Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. I am talking with ClickUp expert, Megan. Megan is a certified director of operations and vetted ClickUp consultant who helps women-owned small businesses and agencies work on the back end of their business so they can spend more time making a difference in the world. She thinks creating standard operating procedures is fun. She's a girl after my own heart. And she loves breaking big visions down into focused, manageable projects and tasks with her favorite tool, ClickUp. As a ClickUp expert, she applies her love for strategy, planning, and project management into every area of her life, from homeschooling her children to basement remodels to her client work. Megan is a Jersey-born obsessive researcher, infovore, bird watcher, and homeschooling mom of three living in Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for being here today, Megan. I'm really excited to talk to you about this idea of doing business without social media and how we can create re relationships and create connections that can lead to sales generation without necessarily showing up all the time on this platform that everyone feels is so necessary, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about the origin of your business before we get started? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Danielle. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so the short story version is that um, I just, I had been working online doing some other things like translating and editing. And then after having a few kids that just wasn't like sustainable anymore. So I was looking for something different to do online and stumbled across this whole world of online business owners that I didn't even know existed. Um, and so I did a little bit of like virtual assistant work, quickly realized that was like super boring and not my thing. Um, and then kind of just fell into this um, world of ClickUp where it just was like seeing my brain on the screen and it was just you know, like what I had needed to be doing my whole life, but I didn't really know it. So it was just this kind of amazing, like, aha experience. And um, I loved it so much. I decided to, you know, invest in more training for myself. And that's when I did the certified director of operations program. And so that let me add into some more kind of like strategic things that I also love. And then here I am now, um, you know, I do consulting. Um, I have some one-to-one -one programs that I take my clients through. And I also have um, a course on ClickUp for bookkeepers. Wow, that's amazing. What an awesome origin story, that synchronicity of just like, it's my brain on the screen, like in this program. <laughs> that is so cool. You must be such a natural at utilizing and leveraging that program for people. That's so awesome. Well, I want to find out what are your secrets for women who want to do business without social media? So what can they do to, you know, get themselves out there and get visible to their market without engaging in that world? Yeah. So, I mean, I do have social media accounts, but I don't post, um, you know, a lot at all. Um, I, I don't share any pictures of myself online. Um, so I don't do like selfies. I'm not like um, doing those like reels and pointing and stuff. Um, so all my social media that I do is very limited purposely um, because it doesn't really fit in with my, um, my mission, with my vision, with my values. Um, I don't want to be spending all my time worrying about what to post or trying to keep up with what other people are doing. I find that to be really stressful. 
Um, so what I prefer to do is um, build a referral-based business. So almost, I would say, um, I should have checked the stats, but I'd say about 80% of my clients are referrals. Um, so, you know, people work with me, they have a great experience, they get great results, and then they, they refer me to someone else. Um, I'm also part of the ClickUp's um, vetted consultant program, so I do get some leads through their directory. Um, and then I also have a blog. So for me, blogging is a way to, you know, share my, uh, my ideas, my way of doing things um, with people without having to really go on social media to do it. And I use a tool that automates my posts from my blog to my social media. So I don't even have to like manually do anything um, aside from just like approve a few things. And then they go right out into my social media accounts. So you really are focusing on reaching people through your words, through this blog. And I love how you've automated that so that you can still be present on social media as like with your ideas to your market, but you yourself don't have to be presently active on the social media space. Right. I mean, that's not to say like, I'm not like scrolling all the groups at night or, or something because sometimes I am. Um, and I have learned so much from um, what people share on social media. Um, and, you know, in, in, in that way, it's good, but um you know, there are a lot of negatives to it as well. And I wanted to make it, you know, part of my business that I'm going to do things my way. Um, you know, if it's a little bit disruptive or um, different than how other people do it, like, that's fine with me. And, you know, either like, you, you know, you get it, and you're on the same wavelength, or you think it's kind of interesting, or it's not for you. And that's fine. I love that outlook. That's so empowering to be able to stand in that place of this is who I am and this is how I do what I do. And you're either with me or you're not. And I'm good either way. Right. Yeah. And so when you think about your values, um, it's also important to think about, you know, what kind of people you want to repel. Right. So what do you stand for? But also, what do you stand against? And really, when I um, did that exercise, that helped me understand that this is something that I really feel strongly about like, I don't feel that you should have to have your face all over the place, you know, share pictures of your kids or whatever. Um, if you don't want to, if you want to like, go ahead, like, um, you know, I'm not going to stop you. I'll support you. I'll, I'll, I'll share your stuff even, but um, you know, if you don't want to, I want people to know that there's another way. Absolutely. And why do you think it is that we feel like social media is so necessary or important in our business? Because obviously you're making it work for you in a way that doesn't have you super involved with it. Why do you think so many women get caught up in that? I think that really it's become part of like our culture. Um, and it's, you know, not just for people who own businesses, but for everybody from, you know, teenagers or preteens all the way up to like grandparents and great grandparents, everybody is using social media um, to replace, you know, what used to be face to face communication. In some way, that's good. But um, especially with COVID, you know, it helps people stay connected when they can't get out and see each other in person. Um, but in some ways, it's kind of like, um, uh, what's the word? It's like oppressive, actually, that 
you know, if, if you want to contact a business instead of, you know, getting out that old phone book or, or, you know, even Googling it, like you feel like you have, you have to go and check their social media profiles first. And then there's this whole, like, they need to keep up with this image. And it just feels just like, it's just too much, but I feel like it's just become such an, such an expected part of, of culture now um, that it's become almost like a non-negotiable, like you, you have to have at least one kind of social media account to like exist almost. Yeah. Like, um, of course you're on social media, like, where would I find you on social? Right. That's almost right. like the attitude. Yeah. Although the statistics show that it's like 60% of people are on Facebook. So that's not everyone. Right. So I think we do get caught up in this idea that, you know, most people are probably a lot of people in our direct world are, and it does become, like you said, just a part of our culture. So how do you think we can break that cycle of getting stuck as business owners in social media content creation and management and just kind of that rabbit hole that we can fall into? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So for me, it was really helpful to not only get clear on my mission, vision and values, but also to understand what my priorities were, my strategic priorities were. So, you know, in the like different areas of your business, what what are the things that you should be focusing on um, this year? And so for me, if one of my priorities is visibility, um, getting myself out there, um, you know, then I might pay a little bit more attention to social media um, content creation. But if it becomes too much, um, and you know, the the signs for that may be different for different people. When it becomes too much, you feel like you got to step back. Then that's something you can look to outsource or use one of these automated tools that let you. Um, have a presence on social media without having to be so involved in the day-to-day. But I think just in general, getting really clear on like, why why do you have a business and where are you going with it? What what do you want to bring to the world as well as what are your priorities? Like, are you focused on, you know, um, financial steadiness? Do you need to like bring in some more money this year or do you want to refine your products? or services, or is it visibility? Um, so just really, you know, getting a clear picture of where you are and where you want to go, that really helped me um, kind of feel okay with this kind of like big decision that I was making to not put myself all over the place. Yeah, I love how you focus on the big picture because I think it is easy to get caught in these smaller steps or smaller pieces like which social media platform am I on? How am I reaching people? And, and like close ourselves off to the opportunities of reaching that big picture goal in different ways, right? Getting creative and saying, well, if this isn't going to work for me, what is? Instead, we're just like, oh, I have to do this. And so we try to force it for ourselves. And I love how you've stayed so true to yourself and been able to say like, these are my values. This is what I want. And then you come to the table in your business in a way that puts those forth first so that you are showing up authentically and your business is then created sort of in the image of you, right? And so then Mm -hmm. it's giving out to the world that authentic bit of you as well. 
I imagine that must be freeing too. Like much less energy has to go into communicating with your audience because you're just being yourself the whole time. I mean, I don't know if it's much less energy, but it feels aligned. And so that I think makes it easier because I don't feel like I have to do something that everybody else is doing um, because I've already decided what I want to do and what I want to not do. I love that. Thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit more about ClickUp? So I'd love to hear more about this tool. And I know that my audience could benefit from hearing more about what ClickUp could do in their business. Yeah, sure. Um, So ClickUp is um, a productivity tool. It's more than just a project management tool. Um, So in some ways, it's similar to Trello, Asana, Airtable, um, Teamwork, Basecamp. Um, But it also has some additional features which make it really powerful. And um, so if you haven't used a project management tool at all before, what ClickUp can do for you is to get everything out of your head and living in another place. Um, So that frees up a lot of space in your brain. And actually, most people find that when they go through this process of getting everything out of their head, that they start having new ideas because there's more space. Um, There's actually like research about this. It's like a real thing. Um, And so some of my clients are in that space where, you know, they're brand new to, to using a project management tool, or they're moving um, to an online tool from notebooks, um, or from a long, long, long Google sheet that, or a Google um, doc that has a list of agenda items or a Google sheet where they're trying to track things. So ClickUp lets you kind of pull in all those things um, into one online platform, which you can then uh, work in a collaborative way with other people on your team or even with your clients if you wanted to. Um, and then in addition to that, it also has features like forms, um, dashboards, um, docs, uh, you know, similar to Google Docs. Um, and it, it's very flexible. So um, so that if you have used a platform like Trello before and you prefer that Kanban style of, you know, the the columns where you're just moving things across um, as you progress them through the like uh, process of completing the task, you can do that. If you like um, to have more like a linear view of things, which is what I like, um, you can have a view for that. If you want to, if you're like a spreadsheet lover, and I know a lot of people are like hardcore spreadsheet fans. Um, so there's another view that kind of mimics the look of a spreadsheet. So this flexibility is really great for businesses, no matter if you have, um, you know, it's just you and maybe a VA on your team, or if you have 20, 50, 100 people, um, ClickUp can accommodate all of those different things. Wow. And how would you say women can know when they're ready to use a project management tool like ClickUp? That's a great question. Um, I would say like when you find yourself with, um, you know, lots of post-it notes on your, on your screen, um, when you have lots of sheets of paper around where, you know, you're writing things down, but you can't quite keep up with everything. Um, when some tasks start falling through the cracks, you realize you forgot to do something that you were supposed to have done. Um, and when you really want to start providing a really consistent 
um, experience to your clients because you can create templates, which then helps you do the same thing every time. And so if you want to create a referable service, you need to be doing the same thing every time. People are going to rave about that when you have these really high standards. Um, so ClickUp it can also help you do that. Plus, there are a lot of things you can also automate as well. Um, and so that can also help um, if you feel like, you know, you're spending too much time on manual uh, work. There are some things that you can automate to make that go more smoothly for you and save you time. So does ClickUp automate with social media then if you wanted to balance your social media posting? Or what do you recommend for that? I mean, it's possible to do that, but you need to involve a third party um, integration tool. And, and that's a little bit difficult for most people. Um, what I use for social, for posting my blog post to social media um, is missing letter. Um, and it's the letter part of it doesn't have an, uh, the second E. Um, so it's just L-E-T-T-R. And so missing letter um, detects when I've published a new blog post. It pulls all the images from my blog post. It suggests hashtags. Um, and it pulls out what it thinks are the best quotes. Wow. And then it kind of, um, it lets you pick, do you, what kind of campaign do you want? Do you want to um, push these all out within two weeks? You know, maybe you have a launch and you want, you know, everything going out within two weeks. Do you want it to be more evergreen type content where you want it to go out on, within a six month period? And then it, you know, creates, you know, okay, day zero, you're going to, it suggests this. And so you can either approve it or you can make some few tweaks and then go to the next one. Day one is this, day 10 is this, day 30 is this and so on. Um, and then it automatically sends that out to um, your social media platforms, whichever ones you connect. So um, that's really what I found to be the most automated way. Um, you know, you can also use a social media scheduling tool but I really like how um, Missing Letter creates this content already for me, right? Yeah, it sounds I've like I've already it does a written lot of it. Work. You know, I've already come up with everything. It just kind of packages it all for me for social media, and it also drag drives traffic to my website. Oh, brilliant! Because it's posting like the little like Bitly kind of links. Yeah, so it's dri driving traffic to my website. So for me, that's like a win-win. It's easy, and it drives. Uh, traffic to my website. I'm yeah. And it's saving you so much yeah. time. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it saves me hours and it's consistently one of the top drivers of traffic to my website. Wow. So okay, I, I know that works. business gal pals <laughs> missing letter. Okay. If you want to be on social media, but you don't, right. You want to get your stuff out there. You want to be visible to the people who are on social media, but you don't want to spend your time there check out something like missing letter. Cause it sounds like that could really save a lot of us a lot of time and, and even frustration, you know, in that content creation side of things. Thank you so much, Megan, for that little tip. That's fantastic. So I guess we already got that tip from you, but I'd like to ask if you have a favorite business hack or a general bit of advice for the business gal pals out there that you'd like to share. I mean, yeah, that's probably like, that's pretty much it. Like I'm a huge fan of Missing Lender. Um, it's also really affordable. Um, it's not a high priced at all. So even if you're new to business, you know, it's something that you could, you could um, work into your budget pretty easily. 
Um, I mean, I guess in addition to that, my top piece of advice would be just to, even if you're new or if you've kind of pivoted, you know, maybe you've pivoted because of COVID or, you know, something else, you're just going in a new direction in your business, just to be always to be really clear on your mission and your vision and your values, because that's like your guiding light. That's really going to help you decide, is this worth my time or not? Um, especially when you see a new, you know, trend out there, you know, like a TikTok, right? So if you're really clear on your your mission and your vision and values, it will be so easy for you to decide whether TikTok um, fits in with that or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So what's your best way to get clear on those things, on your values and your mission? Yeah, I mean, it's actually something that I, um, I help some of um, my clients with um, through um, a trademark process called the strategic mapping. And I take them through this process that helps them get clear on their mission, vision, values, and then takes them through seven strategic objectives to uh, um, help them prioritize for the next year. So, you know, once they've done that, they just feel so much lighter and they have a sense of renewed sense of, of purpose and direction that we had when we first started our businesses, right? But then, you know, so many things happen, so many, you know, you meet so many different people, you see so many different things, you have so many different experiences that it's really easy to go off that road that you were headed down initially, um, so through this process, it really helps people prioritize, uh, you know, what they should and shouldn't be doing. Like I keep saying should and shouldn't um, because the shouldn't is also really important for me. Um, and then that lets people be really clear on their business. It opens up um, time for them because they, they, they're not doing the things that aren't their strategic priorities. That's so perfect. And as a person who's like a high fact finder, like I love courses, like I'm always buying courses, like you got a $37 product, like I'll buy it. Um, And and it's really easy for me to just see like, oh, new thing to learn. Like, that's really cool. I should learn that too. Um, And putting myself through this process, it really helped me kind of like chill out with with that. Like, you don't have to buy everything. Um, you can hire somebody to do something for you and it will be okay. Um, and so I just did that. I just hired somebody to re- refresh my website where I would have made myself do it in the past because mm-hmm. I like learning those things. But when I realized like, you know, learning more about web design is not in line with my strategic objectives, then it was much easier for me to say, you know, Megan, go outsource, you can do it. Um, So if you're kind of like a person like that, going through this process will bring you so much clarity and, um, you know, it gives you um, direction and it helps you plan what you want to do for the next six months or 12 months. Wow. That's so powerful. So if people want to know more about that and work with you maybe, or find out more about what you do, where can they find you? Um, well, you know, I'm not super active on social media, as we said, but the best way to find me is on my website, um, which is nice and refreshed. Um, so it's uh, www.newleafdigital.net. Um, and if, if you reach out to me there in the little like chat widget or, you know, fill out the contact page, I'll, I'll get back to you. 
Fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody go check out Megan's website. It's brand newly refreshed and I'm sure it's beautiful and check out what she's got going on there because this is some really powerful stuff. I mean, when we talk this operations organization strategy behind the scenes stuff, this is what will help you truly feel like you know what you're doing in your business. And she is not wrong about getting in line with your mission and your values. It's so important. So thank you so much for being here with me today, Megan. I appreciate your time in this conversation so, so much. Thanks so much for having me, Danielle.